right. Welcome to the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. Um, today is just a little different. Normally we broadcast on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 9 p.m. Um, tonight, our subject is going to be the Black-Eyed Children. We discussed this briefly um, last Friday on our podcast of the... Sounds like a few people wanted to hear about them. They did. We did have a few people that wanted to hear about them, and we're going to give them a few minutes to join in. Awesome. And then we can get started on our discussion for tonight. Normally, we have our Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society on Wednesday nights, but tonight, due to um, some family events that we had this week, we're going to be broadcasting tonight, Friday night. Um, We broadcast the PCPS on Wednesday nights, and then we have the Paranatural... Uh, or the Paranormal Umbrella uh, every other Friday night at 8 p.m. Um, and that pretty much encompasses hauntings, uh, supernatural, ghosties. Fairies, um, folklore. Pretty yeah, much folklore. anything that kind of encompasses the paranormal. Yes. Including ancient history mysteries. So, tonight we're going to get right into this lovely discussion about the black eyed children. So, black eyed children, what exactly are they? Well, Okay. Are they vampires? Are they aliens? Well, what do you think? Honestly, I think they're demonic. Okay? I think they're demonic because of their nature. I think they're demonic. But because they have been described as psychic vampires, they can also be vampiric in a way, not really like the traditional vampires, but... You know, psychic vampires feed off of people's energy. Right. Uh, Which, to be quite honest, I would almost feel like that would be a more plausible option of, like, if any vampires were ever going to exist, it would be the psychic vampires. That's what I think. I I feel like that would be the most likely to exist, um, between like the blood sucking vampires and like your psychic ones, because yeah. with the amount of people on the planet, it would just, from like a survival standpoint, be much easier to disguise yourself and conceal what you're doing. But that's just a theory. Well, I mean, it's a good theory, though. It's a good theory, and here why this is why I think it's a good theory. Okay, because they can hide better. Right. They don't have, they don't murder. Okay. When you hear of people going into any kind of interactions that they have had or survived with the the black eyed children, um, 
they're just tired. They're really, really physically, emotionally, psychologically tired. And it takes weeks, sometimes months, depending on how long they were exposed to. And some people have even passed away due to cancer, which shortly show like showed up shortly after coming in contact with the black eyed children. Now, does that mean that there would be some sort of like radiation that they're putting off, like something that they're emitting, or maybe it has something to do with that frequency, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Exactly. Now, see, I'm thinking it could have to do with the frequency. I, I think it's the frequency that it has to do with. And now that frequency, look here, there is a guy. Everybody, we all know that that the world that we live in, the dimension that we are in, because we touched on dimensions on the paranormal umbrella last Friday when we spoke about the back rooms. Now, we, right. we established. If you, if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that after you're done listening to this. Yeah, because it will, it will explain a lot. It encompasses a lot. And they, it'll let you know that. We, we established that in this dimension in Earth that we operate on a, on a certain frequency, right? right? And the black-eyed children vibrate on a different level, on a different frequency than right. everyone else does. So I believe it has something to do with the frequency that they put off that causes the the strain on the human body the the possible mm-hmm. cancer the hallucinations um the auditory and uh, hallucinations i mean the whole nine yards right. that's why it has to do with the longer you're exposed to them you know the the sicker and more drained you become with the with the encounters that i have read about and the videos that I have seen, and let me tell you, videos are creepy. They are not oh, yeah. my friend. They are not. Yeah, my videos friend. keep you up at night if you let them. <laughs> <laughs> they, I mean, they fast. They are fast. They appear out of nowhere. Just right. one minute. In fact, I actually read one account where um, two kids, two black-eyed children, knocked on the door of this woman's house. And she happened to know about them and was freaked out when she looked through the peephole and saw their black eyes and everything. And she just like backed away from the door and stood like up against the wall, like on the far wall of that room. And she just stood there motionless for like five minutes. But when she came back up to check to see if they were still there, she looked through the peephole And now keep in mind, this is just an account. Who knows how true or accurate it could be. Um, But she claims that they actually, like it was shimmering, the area was shimmering like a heat wave. And it caused them to shape shift. And then this rift opened and they walked through it and the rift closed and they were gone. So... Were they? Are they just free to pop in and out of our dimension whenever they feel like? Is it? Do they have that capability? I don't know, but that's terrifying. That they may be shape shifting and may have a different form. 
I, I think that they can pop in and out. They can walk through dimensions because of the frequency that they're on. Right. It's just a theory. Okay, it's just a theory. Because nobody, let's be honest here, nobody knows what the black-eyed children are. There exactly. are theories. There are theories going around right now, you know, in, in modern day, you know, theories about what the black eyed children are. But according to the research, um, they go back almost 10,000 years. Right. Um, I saw because- a I saw a document document about that where there was a statue that had obsidian black eyes and pale it was made out of like a really white pale i don't know if it was sandstone or what but it was or granite but it was pure white right it was pure white pasty it made your skin look pasty they well it represented pasty skin but right they had the, the black obsidian eyes and it gave off this like or a <laughs> it was just nasty. Okay, it was just gross. It wasn't the bad juju vibes. Exactly, it was all bad juju vibes. <laughs> Nobody wanted to be around this statue. Okay, it was just it was right? not a good thing. But it was representative of the black eyed children, according to the legends that the Iroquois Indians, right. first nations. Um, had themselves. It was based off of those legends. Now, in those legends, in the folklore, these black-eyed children were possessed by right. a demonic evil spirit called the Otakon. Otakon? I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Otakon? Yes. And yeah. now, go ahead. Which goes back to your demonic theory. Right. Now, see, that's why I think they're demonic. Because it not only could they, it could be possessed, like the children could be possessed. And the way that they right. knew they were possessed was the black eyes, the pale, pasty, gray skin, um, the fact that they actually. Almost- some some people claim that their skin almost looks plastic or fake. Right. Like they're dolls. So, right. Like they're these puppets that they're controlling and that the real creature is hiding where you can't see. It, yeah. And those children act, you know, they're like, they're skittish. They're nervous. They're always they're constantly looking around and repeating themselves over and over and over again, almost like a psychosis. You know, and I, and I mean, right. I mean, if you're a child, you know, and you're being possessed, of course you would be like chasing your own tail. You wouldn't know what to do. I mean, you would be. I mean, it's hard enough as an adult. Could you imagine sure. being possessed? Well, that now you've got like that's one way. You know that it that black eyed children in the the Iroquois folklore came about, but then the 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 other way is that the actual evil spirit would find um, human females, right? Right, the it, evil it, one. 
the evil ones, yeah, as they put it, would find human uh, females that were um, desperate, that were uh, alone, that were um, almost, they were very vulnerable, we'll put it that way, vulnerable in a body, vulnerable in their emotions and their, their psychology, they were vulnerable. And would, I'm going to put this in, uh, would mate with them, and I'm using air quotes because <laughs> I don't want to say the other the other thing and get flagged here. So I'm going right. to leave it to your imagination. You know, evil evil ones don't exactly ask permission, so we'll put it that way. And okay. the the black eyed children would be conceived, right? And then as soon as they were birthed and they would see, you know, the tribes would see that they were black eyed children, they would immediately like cut gone. These children, they're, you know, no right. longer unalive. Yep. Unalive. Kill and burn the children so that they would not spread, would not infect the other tribe members. So that's what that that gets me is that this is 10,000 years of of legend of folklore. And And really only only because of the Internet has it actually become recognized and known to like the general public or, you know, the the cattle, shall we say, <laughs> cattle to them, uh, right? which has made their lives, I'm sure, a whole lot harder. But good. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, it should make it a whole lot harder because the demonic children, okay, two words, demonic right. and children, two words that should not be synonymous. They should not be together, used in a sentence, should not be, you know, that should not be a descriptive when you're talking about children as demonic. Maybe comedically but not like literally you know but this is like literally demonic children okay that are coming home near you i think the (laughs) the main reason that they take the appearance of children i would guess it's because it preys on our natural instincts of motherhood and parenting and wanting to protect and shelter the young as a human species and what better way to hunt than to lure them in with this air quote childlike innocence when really they're just chomping at the bit to get at your energy right or in some cases when people, you know, weren't as knowledgeable before the internet, okay, when it was just word of mouth, you know, when people weren't as knowledgeable about it, they were unfortunate enough to fall victim, and they were never heard from or seen again. We don't know what happened to them. They picked up one of the black two because they travel in pairs, guys. They travel in pairs. Normally an older one, and a younger one, anywhere between the ages of six and sixteen. Interesting numbers, but it is what it is. They come to your homes, they will knock on your doors, they will come up to your vehicles, trying to get into your vehicle. Don't let them. <laughs> and it's oh, interesting because they have to ask permission. 
I find that right. very interesting. It is because it's like a vampire. They have to be invited right. in. You know, much like that movie, it let me in. You know, right? If you don't invite them in, if you don't give them permission, they can't. You know, sample the goodies. They can't come for no. the the knob. You know, that's easier said than done because supposedly they have special abilities of being able to almost put their victims into a hypnotic trance. And in that case, the victim basically goes into this thousand yard stare and their body just starts doing things on its own, like opening the car door or, you know, and so it would take some mental fortitude if you ever do encounter them to uh, keep your wits about you. Yeah, because they got a, they rolled a natural 20, and plus they got a plus four modifier. <laughs> they got a on it. Yeah. So, so if, you can't, if you can't dodge and weave, if you can't play the mental Olympics, you're over. You are over. Because right? you are going to become a snippety snip. Like, they are going to be nomming on your energy, homie. Or they're just going to nom on you Period. Because, like right? I said... There's nothing saying that they won't just snack on you. <laughs> it's true, because people have fallen victim, and then they just don't come back. They're gone. Right? No boxes, no Just, bloop, like, now, gone. Another thing that makes me, kind of sends up some red flags in my head, is the connection between the black-eyed children and the men in black because the men in black a have pasty skin they wear glasses because they're hiding something um they sure they have been seen in the at like during the day but notice they're always wearing those big heavy suits and those kind of bigger fedora hats that you know shelter their their skin from the sun so maybe they do have a sensitivity to sunlight like a vampire or you know demon or whatever but i i have a feeling that there's a connection there so like or maybe like when the black-eyed children like graduate from black-eyed children eating people's school they become right. Asian. <laughs> I am not, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past our government to do that. To be honest with right. you, power of persuasion can make people permanently disappear with no cleanup. I mean, come on. That's like natural. Right. <laughs> that's, that's untapped gifted energy right now. Like, right. of course you're going to use that. Of <laughs> I could see the connection you're making. And they show up. The, the the men in black have been, there's been sightings of them. They show up at the oddest times, like the video of the kid from uh-huh. Spring Break. The guy who had the, I know everybody has seen this video. If you haven't seen this video, you need to look it up on YouTube. It's a missing kid. He's an actual missing kid. He's been missing for years. He went off on spring break with some of his his friends from, I think he was from Europe, traveled from Europe down to Brazil or some shit. And so he's down there, ends up with a um, hurting his head. 
So he goes to the doctor while he's on vacation. Come to find out he's got like an ear infection or something deep in his eardrum and he's taking medication for it. Can't get on his flight, like misses his flight because of this ear infection, right? So his homies go back home and he has to wait a couple of days. But in the meantime, okay, he starts acting like really freaking weird, real strange. Like he's leaving his stuff all over the place. He's, t- huh. he's seen in CCTV cameras talking to himself, talking to strangers. Now, people say they're strangers because when the CCTV footage was shown to his family members, okay, they were like, yeah, we don't know these people. We don't know who they are. <laughs> the, the people that were there on vacation with him said, but we don't know who those people are either. They're not friends. They didn't come with us. I don't remember meeting them, yada, yada, yada. So he's talking to these people and having conversation with them too. And he seems familiar with them. And the longer that he's there, the more he's like telling people they're after me, they're coming for me. You know, I'm going to disappear. Something happens to me. He calls his mother at one point and tells them her, you know, something. Basically telling everybody that how crazy he is (laughs) (laughs) because that's all everybody thinks. Right. You're all thinking he's crazy. He's insane. Like, maybe it's just because of his illness, because this infection has gotten really bad or something, or it's the medication combination or something. And then on the last time that you see him on CCTV, he is running from the airport. Okay. I mean, dead on sprint, taking off. He is running into the fields jumping over a chain link fence, taking off out into the distance in the middle of nowhere, bam, gone. Boy's gone. And then the men in black show up. See? They showed up at the hotel he'd been staying at. They showed up at the uh, at the airport. And nobody knows, like, are these connected? Was he just ill? Was he talking about maybe something like the cartel, you know, or like the mob, you know, some weird shit like that. But then you've got the phrase like it's the men in black. So, I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't argue either way for that one, but it's real interesting footage. You need to look it up. It's on YouTube. So many um, spoopy creators out there have featured this video for spoops and for true crime because it's, he's a missing person still. He's gone. Right. You know? So See, That's crazy. I, I'm definitely going to have to look that one up. I, did, I have not seen that one. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to look it up because it is... I'll, I think you can actually look it up on... Um, there is a YouTube channel. I love it. It's called Slap Ham. I'm not sure if you visited them or not, but they do a lot of stuff. They do true crime. They do spoopy. They do UFOs. And it's, they're, they're a pretty good, um, all encompassing YouTube channel. So they, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they've got that up there, but, oh, we get a question. We do. I am so upset that my alarm didn't go off letting me know that y'all was alive. I am so upset. Do you know how fast I limped? I li- I'm limping because I hurt the hell out of my knee. I'm okay. No. But it hurt. Do you know how fast I was limping to get to my phone? <laughs> to, to get to my room? 
God, how much did I miss? I'm so sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You haven't missed. You haven't that much. Honestly, this is kind of an impromptu one because um, we have family stuff going on this week. So we uh, rescheduled for our Wednesday night show for tonight. So you didn't miss that much. We're discussing the Black Eyed Kids and how we are thinking that they are either demonic or vampiric. I believe they are demonic. And I think that they are connected to the men in black. Um, and I've got a document up here that I'll go through in just a minute. But um, I think that they're connected to the men in black. However, what the men in black are, I don't know. Um, I would probably swing the way that Sooth is saying about them being demonic because they feed off of energy. So... They do. They do feed off of energy. And but, but I mean you've got those rare instances though when people show they show up at people's homes in right. suburbia and those poor unfortunate souls that let them in and they just boop, disappear out of existence. So mm-hmm. I mean I can't this is a hard one for me. This is a hard one for me. And it's another one of those just like the Wendy boy. You know, this is not like our our, our dogmen. Right. This is not the traditional cryptid. And yeah. technically, black-eyed children probably don't fit in the cryptid, you know, in that category. However, they they have enough of a cryptid vibe that it was worth us investigating more. So absolutely. Absolutely. Considering that they show up in forests, um, they show mm-hmm. up in secluded homes that live off the beaten path. And then the randomness of suburbia. Right? Like they will which means they're not afraid either. No, they have adapted again like the like the Wendy Boy. Mm-hmm. You know, and Walker, they they have adapted to the times, man. They're they're coming up out of you know out of the forest and putting on some hoodies and jeans and you know their Air Jordans and walking to suburbia, right? And like, let me ring your doorbell and see if you're home tonight, and be like, are you going to be a snick snack or not? Are we going to are we going to vibe? Or am not I going to have anybody to- any more complexes? <laughs> Oh, yeah. By the way, they come to your house. (laughs) They do. They do come to your home. So they're going to snatch you up into another dimension, or are they just going to, you know, set you up like a doll on the couch and, like, siphon your energy like that? Because one guy did have that experience. His Uh name was Brian. You want to tell us about Brian's experience, Khalid? So are you talking about the one where... um, the gentleman and his wife, they invited them in and he was helping the kids while she was getting some like hot cocoa or something. This is the, this is the one. No, Brian's was the one where he was by himself and he met them on the road. But you can tell us about that one after we take these questions here. Yes, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. 
by the men in black we're not talking about the movie with will smith no we're not talking about that right well keep in mind that's based off of the concept of the men in black which is another one of those kind of conspiracy theory alien ufo connection type deals so that was just basically a hollywood version of the men in black but yeah. Okay, wait. We got to talk about this. So I can't go outside because Wendy boy. <laughs> I can't go home because I got to worry about a Wendy boy or a little walker of skins. I ain't going to say the right way of saying it just in case. Mosey on along across the street. And now I can't be home because these black eyed children going to be coming up to my window asking me for some candy. All right, you know what? Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to space. I'm going to Pluto. Y'all got this. <laughs> You're just gonna be knocking on Elon Musk's door. Gonna be like, "Excuse me, SpaceX." Yeah, like, I'm gonna need a ticket. About Please. that ride. <laughs> about that ride to Mars. I'm gonna need the, need a ticket to the on the next shuttle. I need oh, to go. Need to go. Like right now, I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't, mean, we don't mean to give you a complex of literally everywhere on the planet but you know this stuff happens everywhere on the planet look nowhere is safe honey i'm sorry but nowhere is safe i am Actually, I'm, just to, I'm trying to help you protect yourself okay because you could there are so many stories and legends and folklore and do's and don'ts out there and we will cover them all I promise you and I will make sure that you guys (laughs) are armed with knowledge you know Antarctica is looking pretty good right now I I haven't (laughs) ever heard of anything really paranormal going on there other than you know the UFOs and um, Hitler's escape and so on but you know that's neither here nor there well, I mean, if you can deal with UFOs, then you're fine. Right? I mean, you know, and possible abduction. No big deal. That's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We got, a, we got another question. <laughs> That's fine. No, it's, it's fine. I can just be at Pluto. I can take my dog. I can still play Sims because I'll take my computer. I'm sure I can make electricity somewhere on there. You know, I can look at videos. It's going to take a little bit because, you know, internet is going to be a thing. But and I'll take all and, and I'll take all the supply of chicken nuggies I possibly can. So I'll be good. Y'all got it. Y'all survive with them things. I'm going to Pluto. Anybody that want to come with me, y'all can come. But I'm not staying here. <laughs> She's going to live off of chicken nuggies. <laughs> and drinking by osmosis. <laughs> just open your mouth and just gulp the air like a fish. <laughs> you can right. drink a water that way. Okay, tell us the story. Tell us the story about the wife and the couple with the hot chocolate. And well, the black eyed it starts like any other black eyed children's story, knock at the door. And basically this couple, I think they were in their like fifties, forties, something like that. Um, answered the door. Something seemed off about them, but they were insistent about um, like reaching their 
their parents, calling their parents. And so they kept pushing for it and they kept pushing for it. And finally, the couple was like, okay, fine, you can come in. And they invited them in. And unfortunately, that's where things got really bad because in this house, they had like five or six cats and all of the cats are very social and none of them would come out of the corner. They were all hissing and cowering in the corner, which should have been the first indication that these hey, folks. That's, that's right. Five red flags. Five. Right? Five red flags. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so one of the cats happened to be in in the kitchen with the lady who was making the hot chocolate. And that was the only cat that wasn't like losing its mind, hissing and everything. But that cat wouldn't leave the kitchen. So clearly it knew something was up and he was just noping out. And when she finally brought in the hot chocolate, you know, the, the guy was sitting on the couch and the two kids were holding hands, standing in front of him. And when she came in, it broke their little trance thing that they were doing, their life-sucking vampire trance that they were doing, sucking the life out of them. And they asked to go to the restroom. So she indicated where the restroom was, and they went together. Well, while they were in the restroom, she was trying to kind of shake her husband out of this weird trance that he was in. And all of a sudden, his nose starts to bleed. So basically he was feeling dizzy, nose started to bleed, and he had zero record of nosebleeds. Like that was not a common thing for him. And then the kids came up out or came out of the bathroom and they were like, we've got everything we need. Our parents will be here shortly. And then like they just walked out. They opened the door, walked out of the house, and there was a black unmarked car out in the driveway with two men in black looking characters and the kids got in the car and they left. And then like, after, yeah. And then after a week later, the guy ended up getting cancer, skin cancer and dying. Yeah. So that happened. Yep. Skin cancer. Skin cancer, which seems to be more of that connection to those other dimensions uh, that we were talking about and them operating on different frequencies, which if I was somebody who bet, I would probably bet on the low end of the frequency spectrum. Or Chernobyl. Right? <laughs> Like, you know, low, low, like radioactive low. Like, did they come? Are these children, are we sure that these guys are like 10,000 years old and demonic? Right. Or maybe they're just, you know, survival, like mutants from like Chernobyl. Yeah. Oh, I have another story. This one takes place... Um, just a few hours from my hometown. Girl, uh, I keep telling you, you're living in the wrong area. <laughs> you were like the hotbed area. You got the Wendigo, oh. you got Skinwalkers, you've got 
to be into the paranormal then dogmen like how are you not going outside like you're the one that's going out and like i'm going camping in the back of my truck hey listen you're the one going hey i'm gonna come up this summer and we're gonna go do it together (laughs) that's true that's true so called me out (laughs) So this one was up around the Sleeping Bear Dunes in northern Michigan. Technically, it was in the Lower Peninsula over by Traverse City. And it, it started off with, you know, this guy wanting to go camping by himself. He, he just needs that time to get away from civilization, get away from society, and just decompress and get his fill of nature. I get it 100%. Well, oh he had done this multiple times. This was not his first rodeo. And so he went to the ranger station, which you do up here, because if you're going to be doing, like, wild camping, basically you pick a... It's it's very rustic camping. You still have to like go to the ranger station, get your permit for the night or however many nights you're staying. And so he was in the ranger station. And as he was walking in, there were these kids sitting on a picnic table in front of the, the ranger station. He didn't think anything of it. They were wearing hoodies. And that's pretty common in Michigan. We wear hoodies all the way up to June and July. So he didn't think anything of it. He got his permit and then he went into the restroom to use normal facilities one last time before hitting the trail. Well, when he opened the door, those two kids were standing right in front of the stall door, waiting for him to open it. And he. Of course, was like, whoa, give me some personal space and like slipped past them and went to go wash his hands. Well, they didn't move. They just stood there still in front of the stall, staring at his back while he's washing his hands. He looks up in the mirror and he sees their black eyes and then is obviously immediately freaked out and is like, "Okay, I'm either going to die here or I need to escape right now. So he chose the flight option, you know, as most smart people would. And he, like, beelined it for the door, exited, and left. So now the distance between the ranger station and the actual campsite was about 15 to 20 minutes drive through a historical part of town. Um, And he parked in the parking lot. I have actually been to this, so I know what parking lot he's talking about. But you, he parked at the parking lot, got his pack on, made it out, and decided to um, set up his camp. He hiked to his camping spot, set it up, no big deal. Had his dinner, and he hiked back. He actually went to Traverse City. It's a big touristy place, but he went there, and he stayed way longer than he thought he was going to. Okay, so it was already getting dark by the time he got back to the parking lot to hike back into his campsite. Mind you, there this is early 
uh, fall, so there's no other campers there. He's by himself. Nah. Nope. So he's taking the beach trail, and he's, which is basically walking right along, like on the beach on uh, Lake Michigan for about a 30 minute hike. Well, as he's hiking, he starts getting this feeling like he's being watched. And then he starts hearing whispering. And he's looking around. And then he turns around and five feet away from him, the two kids from the ranger station are standing right behind him. No. So, yeah, he's all alone on a beach in the middle of nowhere. And he's confronted with two black eyed children, which he estimated between 12 and 16. So they're not small, small. Not that I think that even matters. But they were asking for help. They're like, we're lost. We can't find our parents. Please, would you take us back to your camp? And he was like, uh, no, that's not okay. I'm not going to do that. And he started backing away. Well, when he started backing away, the younger of the two broke off from their little duo and started circling around him to trap him in this little, you know, monkey in the middle type thing. And he basically just broke out into a sprint and ran because the younger one tried to grab his hand, tried to grab his hand. And he just was like, no. And he sprinted, beelined it into the woods, which I would have found terrifying. But he runs into the woods and he breaks off the trail about halfway and hides in the grass. So he wants to know if these kids are following him. So he sits there and waits and waits for about 30 minutes to an hour. He's sitting, he's laying in this grass. It's fall, it's rainy, it's cold. And he's like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I got to get to my camp. He gets to his camp, freaking out, freezing cold, all wet, climbs into his tent, strips down to his skivvies to warm up in his mummy tent, or I'm sorry, his mummy bag. And is like a nervous wreck. Then all of a sudden he hears the two kids outside his tent asking to be let in. So he basically started going, please don't let me die. Please don't let me die. Please don't let me die. Pretty much until he fell asleep and he woke up and he was still alive. They ended up leaving and he packed up all of his crap and he booked it out of there. Dude, no. Nah. See? Mistake number one. Mistake (laughs) number one. Going alone in the middle of nowhere. All by your lonesome. Right? That's never, ever a good idea. Ever. On an off-season. At that. So you're, you're going camping by yourself in the middle of nowhere. Right? In season there's nobody else around and now you got these creepy ass kids who are just like what's up haven't seen a good snack in a while you're looking pretty delicious i think i'm gonna follow you you look like a s'more 
you got a campfire? Look at that. Yes, you do. That's a no. That is a straight no. Immediately no. (laughs) I would not be hightailing it into the forest. No. My ass would have been like, I need a log or something. I'm going to have to obviously, that flight in the beginning when he like met them in the bathroom, it didn't work. They followed his ass out there. They went hiking too. Right, like, which also begs the question, how did they follow him? Because if they're just kids and they're not in any vehicle, how did they know that he was hiking out on the beach? Dude, like, I don't know. They they turned it into a family vacation, though. That's for sure. Right. We're all going together. It's, this is true, true Supernatural 101. Right? Don't go at it alone. Right? Cryptid Scouts 101. <laughs> Don't go camping alone. It doesn't nowhere. Especially when you meet some black-eyed kids in a public restroom. That's a negative. That right there should have been like, nope, I should not go camping today. That's this your sign to go home. This is that, That's your sign. Here's your phone. You're asking for a sign? That's it. Oh, oh we got we got questions. We got, we got questions. I mean to tell me after that situation he just had in the bathroom with these kids staring at him <laughs> and at him with their uh-huh. black eyes, he's still gonna be like, Well, I'm still gonna go camping. No. <laughs> you know where my table go? Hotel. Uh, hotel. A hotel that it ha- is surrounded by pictures of trees. I want some nature. I'll turn on some rainforest sounds from Spotify and listen to that. There you go. There's my nature. <laughs> we're gonna think we're gonna go to the Discovery Channel and watch a documentary on camping because right? we're not camping today. <laughs> well, get your camping or get your hiking boots because. Uh... You're coming up here and you're going you're going camping with us. Look here, look here. Get we, ready. If we run into some melon-headed kids, I'm cracking it open like a watermelon, okay? If we run into some black-eyed kids, I'm punting them. But like I'm going to my best NFL impression. Let's see if I can get it through the two poles. We're gonna we're gonna get that extra point. Halftime, here we come. I'm gonna get a running start like Charlie Brown, but I'm gonna listen to this shit right on. Punt them. I'm punting them, and then we're running. Okay. Which running. actually, just for the record, uh, there was one instance that I heard that or that I read that um, weapons don't really do much to them. So one guy actually stabbed one because they pulled him out of his car after he mind control opened his car door. Uh, they pulled they pulled him out of the car. He was fortunate enough to already have his knife out and he stabbed one of the kids twice. He felt it go in. He felt the that puncture that stab with the knife but he didn't see any blood there was no blood on his knife there was no blood on the ground there was no indication from the kid that the that he had even been stabbed which means he didn't care that about being stabbed 
So what you're telling me is is that I'm going to have to use a vehicle. Yeah. Like road or holy <laughs> water, fire, um, have to make salt. Um, what else can we throw in the mix here? Sage? Anything else? Am I missing something? I'll be going camping. I need to bring a flame. The whole bag of trips. Just bring it all. Bring it all. Flame. We got everything here. We got Wendy boys. We got, you know, dogmen. We've got melon head kids, black eyed children. We've, we've even got our own version version of Nessie up here. So, you know, like, we got everything. Oh, We're in Cryptid fantastic. Wonderland. Cryptid Wonderland. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. I am in it when it. Let's go for our other question. At this point, he deserved it. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> sorry, bro. You should have went home. You should have went to a hotel. At this See? point, he deserved it. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have a flight instinct. I got a fight instinct. Like, I'm going to turn around and I punch it in the face. And that's it. And we ain't going camping. No more kids. I agree, Tina. I the, agree. I feel like the, your only clear protection is to have something, some kind of door in between you and them, and to just keep saying no. Like, <laughs> just keep saying no. No, 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 no. To yourself, to them, to everything, to keep your wits about you, just keep saying no. And they will eventually give up. They don't hurt you if you don't give in. And that, I feel like, is the only consistent bit of, you know, protection that I have seen from black-eyed children. Don't, don't linger. Don't stick around the door. Just say no and put some distance behind between you. So the magic word is no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no Next. means no. <laughs> Next question. I agree with Sue. That was a mistake number one. Mistake <laughs> number two was him not taking his tail out and away from that area after the situation at the stalls happened. Exactly. They already don't care about the about your unwashed booty cheeks stinking because it was right there outside your stall before you even washed your hands. So they really yep. ain't going to care about them being outside your tent smelling the fear off your booty. <laughs> they smell it off of you. You should have went home. They should have went to a hotel. He should have went to a hotel and looked at pictures of trees and listened to the rain on Spotify. He should have did that. <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> What's crazy is I've actually been to this area. Like, I have parked in that parking lot. I have hiked. Now, I didn't take the the beach trail that he took, but the trail that that I took was through the woods and through the sand dunes. And so that is I, why you're still with us today. Exactly. <laughs> because we did not take the beach trail. So, so uh, we'll just put that down on the map that we need to take the beach trail if we want to run into some black-eyed kids. And I need to get a hold of a mini flamethrower before said <laughs> yeah. you know, I hear flamethrowers work on multiple different things, like, um, well, ghosts, Wendy's, vampires, zombies. Um, yeah, fla- black-eyed children, like 
I, I feel like fire is just a good thing to keep around with you. It's a catch-all, really. Like, I feel like, you know, spider infestation, kill it with fire. Right? You know? If you're carbon-based, you're going down. Going down with fire. Because there's no coming back from that. You just, you know, you burn. You dead. You burn. Burn but the No, and then there's no evidence. So I'm just saying, we're just going to have to keep a flamethrower with us or like a lighter and some hairspray, something. Like, I'm going to have to get a hold of that good old Aquanet. From <laughs> the classic. Right, the classic. And just shake that <laughs> shit up and just be on like full alert the whole time we're walking around. No black eyed kids, no windigos, no skinwalkers. Like, mm-mm. And if I hear somebody start talking to me in the middle of the woods and it sounds like they're whispering right next to my neck or at the back of my head, I'm just going to sit down. Oh, if I hear children whispering in the woods when I'm alone in the woods, I'm sorry. I'm turning my ass around and I'm going back to the vehicle and I will be doing it with as much speed as I possibly can. You better hope big no for me. You better hope we're close to a vehicle because if it's a if it's a skinwalker or a windigo, we could be running right towards it, girl. You know, come on now. We did a whole whole podcast on this one. Well, children giggling in the woods has got to be one of the creepiest things like ever. Like I can't really think of anything creepier than that. Except, I mean, maybe the Wendy boy. It is creepy. It is creepy. Now, see here. This is where the this is where the frequency comes in. Ah, yes. If if you are interested, I myself cannot watch this video. I have to mute it. I will watch it on mute. A man created a frequency. Now you can see this video featured on one of New Top Five video on YouTube. You can search it up on Fantastic. What is it? Fantastic Daily. Fantastic videos. Daily. Though his channel has been like all the videos have been deleted from his channel, yeah. but there's still the clips of his videos circulating on other YouTube channels like right. News Top 5. So yeah. there are now, still ways to view it. Yes. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you want, if you're feeling, you know, froggy, if you want to bounce, <laughs> if you want to test fate, go ahead and play that frequency uh, off mute. Okay. It summons them. He played it for five nights. Night, what was it? Night three? I Something like that, yeah. It wasn't very long after he started. Yeah. Uh, well, night two, they came up. Now, two of them came up just outside of the bubble of his motion sensor-activated porch light. Okay? Mm-hmm. You can just see them standing outside of the ring of that, right? Now, on night three is when they came up on the porch. They were on the porch. He was playing this frequency from his laptop into an external speaker and had it set up on his windowsill, pointed out from his windowsill in his kitchen to his nice patio and everything, surrounded by woods, and all of a sudden, 
you know, everything's cool, calm, and collected, and then bam, the light turns on, and there's a black-eyed kid standing there just staring at you like that. Whew, no thank you. Right? It, now, that one, I think, was a, she looked almost like a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I can't remember. It could have just been a guy with long hair. It was hard to tell. But there was definitely a face there with long black hair, and it was just standing there. And didn't it stand there for like an hour or two? Like yeah. for a long time. It's like you don't just do that. <laughs> unmoving, not really blinking, just kind of standing there listening to this frequency. And it sped up. You know, for time, obviously, in the video clip. But it just stands there, listening to this frequency, standing on his porch under the most recent light. And then the guy comes out. You know, he's like, oh, something triggered it. Something triggered an alarm. Let me get my, you know, my iPhone and use it as a freaking flashlight. And just walks right outside. Like, oh, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> nah. No, thank you. No, th- oh, we got oh. questions. Oh, yes. I don't have a problem with going out with friends and, you know, trying new things and and going places with a whole bunch of people or it's just us. I don't mind. But I do have one rule when I tell my friends. The second I hear something coming towards us, the second (laughs) we hear a scream, if y'all not behind me running at the speed of Roadrunner from Looney Tunes, y'all getting left. I'll call the police and have them come get y'all. I am not turning around because that's what happens in the movies. Everybody want to turn around and be like, wait, this person stopped. We got it. No. Sorry, Angela. Sorry, Susan. You staying. If you're going to stay right there, you're not going to follow us. You're going to get eight. Yep. I will send the police and the paramedics to your tail. But yep. me, Tina, we ain't saying we're not going to get you. Nope. If you're not at my heels running at the same speed as Sonic, you're getting left. <laughs> First rule of group camping. Always pick the people that are slower than you. <laughs> then, you know, you run and you're safe. You know, I can't speak for the other people, but, you know. I see how it is. I'm just cannon fodder. That's what's going on here. I'm just, I'm just cannon fodder for these investigations. Well, you know, I gotta, <laughs> gotta have decoys, right? <laughs> I gotta have something to lure the cryptid. <laughs> I'm just gonna use Tara. She's obnoxious enough. <laughs> And the next one. Karen, I hate when there's horror movies and you just hear a random giggle from a child and you stand in there. (laughs) Oh, it's the single woman with no children and you randomly hear a kid giggling in your house or around the corner Mm -hmm. and you by yourself. I hate that. I hate it. If I ever move into a place and I hear a baby crying in the attic knowing damn well I ain't spent nine months carrying one or pushing one out my house. I am leaving. You can have this house. I am so sorry, baby. You, you can have the house. I right, look. You want the furniture too? You can keep it. Keep it. No, I hate it when I hear that. No child should be in this house. I am leaving. That is an immediate no. No, thank you. No, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. I yeah. think we all have felt that way. 
watching scary movie ever and there's that creepy freaking giggle from the darkness you know and you know it's the darkness Uh it's not child that is the darkness that is just like i'm i'm innocent i promise listen to my cute little laugh no you are a demon you are going to eat me i'm not falling for that i would throw some animal crackers into the darkness and <laughs> i know your tricks i know better than that that's a no from me sir i'm lazy i wonder what would happen if that noise, that frequency was like slowed down, you know, or like even sped up, I don't know, but just like kind of played with and just to see kind of if it ever does translate into some kind of weird language or are we just kind of doomed because, you know, of the frequency are our plane of existence is on that we just won't ever be able to understand it. I hear you. I hear you, Khalid. So what you're saying is you just want to see what else is going to summit. Well, you know, like, I don't, I I don't want to listen to it. I'm just saying someone else could, (laughs) you know, it might be a thing. (laughs) Again, cannon fodder. We will listen to this frequency and see what other kind of cryptids. I will let other mad scientists perform that that stuff. You know, let them do it. No, that's negative for me. And on that note, it is nine o'clock. So I want to say thank you for everyone who came out and joined us tonight to listen to our Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society prevents the black-eyed children. Thank you so much for coming to listen to our discussion and participating tonight. Thank you, Tina, once again, bringing the real questions, the hard-hitting questions, <laughs> the roadrunner questions. I really appreciate you coming in and bringing humor. That was a lot of fun. Um, again, this was a spur of the moment for the PCPS. We normally air on Wednesday nights at 8 Nine nine o'clock to your That's right. And every other Friday night, we do the paranormal umbrella, which basically goes anything from the spoopy ghosties to the possessions to the uh, ancient mysteries to all the craziness. We covered the back rooms last Friday and the interdimensional travels. And next Wednesday, what are we talking about next Wednesday? Hmm. We'll have to figure that out and maybe give everybody a sneak peek. I'm down for that. I'm I'm my vote is a melon head kid. Yeah, they've melon head kids. All right, we can do some digging and find out. See what we can find. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to look into that one. We'll take this one last question before we close for the night. Yes, y'all can summon it without me. Y'all can pick a day when y'all want to summon it, and I'll make sure I am not there. Just let me know how it went. <laughs> let me know how it went if y'all are still alive. Y'all can summon it. Go ahead without me. Like and I then we were never heard from again. Never heard from again. Like that's yeah. I'm gonna say it right now. That's some white people shit. And I ain't that way. Okay, I'm Casper. I'm translucent, but I ain't that way. Okay, I'm just going to right now. That ain't for me. That ain't for me. 
I'm not I'm not that girl that's like should be running up, you know, out the front door and is running up the stairs. I run out the door front door the first time and I uh-huh. say it's gone. Not coming yeah, back. We don't stick around. Don't we're not sticking around. We're not gonna wait and see what happens. So <laughs> anywho, once again, thanks. I thank appreciate you everyone for joining. And uh, especially for this impromptu one tonight, because it wasn't scheduled. So I really appreciate you all coming out. We will see you next Wednesday at 8. And have- Central. Or I'm sorry, That's- 8 Central, 9 Eastern. And okay. for those who haven't already checked out our previous podcasts, uh, you can go to either one of our um, profiles and you can check them out right there. So, and hopefully soon we will be making a switch to a little bit larger audience. So more to come on that. More to come on that announcement because it'll be a bigger platform. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, okay, bye. 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 Bye, everyone.